name is Christopher Plant, and I am the founder of Radio Kismet. Radio Kismet is a podcast creation studio located right here in Philadelphia. When I found out that Andrew was having a 50th birthday party and that he was inviting all of his family and most of his closest friends, I thought it would be an incredible opportunity to record some of those conversations in a meaningful way to create a landmark recording that he could look back to for the rest of his life. I want to thank all the people, all the friends, all the family that took time from this great party to sit down and talk with me and record these memories. Happy 50th birthday, Andrew Eisenstein. Special thanks to Ricky for working this all out. Thanks, Ricky. Test Can you text. please state your name? Uh, Clifford Sharp. No, come on, Cliff. You're oh. a fucking total character. Don't be a robot. Speak, I thought that speak. was pretty good. What the fuck is your name, bro? Yes, my name's Cliff. How do you know Andrew? I met Andrew actually a very long time ago when he was representing somebody that was buying my house. And what made you develop a relationship with Andrew Eisenstein? Oh, well, that's the first time I met him. But I didn't, I didn't actually meet him until about eight years later when, through a mutual friend, his business partner, Jason Friedland, I was introduced to Andrew. I go, you look very familiar. <laughs> and Andrew goes, yeah, you do too. Now, again, with all my concussions and maybe some over- And the fact that you're an absolute physical giant. And, like, and maybe, like- maybe some over drinking too. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't remember. He goes, I know eight years ago, you were selling a house at 24th and Delancey and I was representing the buyers. And I'm like, that's absolutely right. You were actually wearing a gray suit and somehow I pulled that detail out. But- that started the friendship. Ultimately, and Andrew's been an amazing friend ever since and great part of my life. And so the, the part of that that I'm a part of is that, that Andrew never used to like to play any sport without a ball. And both you and I, Cliff, were a part of this transformation of Andrew from, you know, a sort of exclusively a tennis player to somebody who was an actual billy goat and who ran up hills like crazy. And, and you, so you, you spent a lot of time, a lot of individual personal time with Andrew, have you not? Absolutely. So we both now live right off to West Second Park. Thomas Road represent? Correct. So originally I was doing triathlon and I had already done an Ironman and I was running with these ultra marathoners and Andrew goes, hey, I'd like to join you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We started doing some trail running and I'm thinking, I'll never keep up. And we go off for an hour, two hours. And of course, you know, after an hour, Andrew would start passing me. We're running with these great, you know, athletes and runners. And after about two hours, Andrew was at the lead, head of the pack. Yeah, no surprise there, right? I mean, it was kind of a surprise, but like no surprise now knowing him, what a hammerhead he is and how intensely focused. And so um, you've dealt with him a lot on this individual level. So what would you guys talk about when you were running out there and, you know, meeting at 6 a.m. in the morning before everybody had to go to work? And how did that friendship evolve into something that was meaningful? I mean, I, I'm going to jump into deep. I mean, I was going through... I want you deep, yeah. I'm going through a tough time in my life. I'm going through sort of a divorce at this point. And, you know, he was a great friend, somebody to listen to, give me, I thought was great sagely advice, but most of the time he would just listen. But I will tell you this, the one thing about Andrew, and you know, if you know Andrew, you know his family, you know how intelligent the whole family is, they're all brilliant. 
Andrew's brilliant. The biggest thing about Andrew is as smart as he is, and you're running with him, and, and, it, and you got to be very privileged to have one-on-one time with him. For somebody who's so brilliant, and what makes him this way is he could take the most complex of ideas and break them down so they make sense in the simplest of form. And it was really, really just, it was, it was a great experience for me to be able to have that in my life. So you, you consider Andrew, do you consider Andrew a close friend? No, absolutely. Um, I would put him in the brother category. I love that. What does that mean to you? He is as close as anybody could be to me in this sense that I trust him with everything I have and there's nothing I wouldn't do for him. And I feel the same way would be the same thing would be reciprocated. So nothing I wouldn't do for him. And, you know, I, I love him with all my heart. Do you have a um, a memory that you can put your finger on that you could tell us right now? Like maybe it's a, a funny thing where he had to take a shit in the woods, like when you're on a run or something funny about your time together. Because, I mean, for all of Andrew's seriousness and his deal junkiness and, and like how obsessive he is about real estate, he's actually a pretty funny guy. And so do you have a, a memory of him that would illustrate that? So this is a little bit different. It's sort of, I'm going to give you a quote. The quote is so nonsensical and so ridiculous that it makes no sense. But in the end, you'll find out that it it did make sense. And you're familiar with this because you know the house that I now live in. There was a, I was living in Chestnut Hill. There was a house, an old house. It hadn't been touched since 1950. He said, this is the house for you and you got to move in here. And I walked through the house and it needed more work than is humanly possible to be doing. I mean, the budget was absolutely crazy. And I'm walking through, I said, Andrew, this is great, but it needs this, 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 and the budget would have to be this. And he looked me right in the eye and he said to me, you're looking at this all wrong. You're looking at the work that needs to be done and trying to figure out a budget. What in reality you need to do is take a budget and then do all that work, all that budget. and." I know how successful he is. I'm like, oh, the guy clearly knows more than me. So that makes all the sense in the world. I move into this house and, you know, within two weeks, I'm already through my budget. I'm like, what was he thinking about? But ultimately, at the end of the day, there were some things and some details in that whole deal that worked out for me. And at the end of the day, I'm now living in the house of my dreams. It's close to my kid's school. And... I'm incredibly happy, and I would not be there if not for Andrew and his advice. Excellent. Say your name one more time. Cliff Sharp. Thank you. Knowing that this is going to play directly into Andrew's ears, is there anything that you would like to say to Andrew directly about your relationship and about you know the friendship that you have? You've been an incredible friend. And more than you've touched my life, you've touched the life of my whole family and made it so much brighter. And I thank you with all my heart.